man, for a few moments tonight. I'm not going to be long with you tonight. I just want you to know that he can do it. Amen. He can do it. Amen. Um, there was a there were two boys uh, playing on the beach, and uh, in order for them to build the sandcastle, uh, they had to fill their pails with the wet sand because the wet sand stood a little bit more firmer than just the dry sand. So uh, they had to go near uh, the shoreline where the water and the sand met. And they had to go and dig that sand up, put it in their pails and take it back. Now, uh, they did it a couple of times, but then they figured out that the pails they were using were too small. <laughs> and so one of the little boys um, was there with his father. And so because the father was there, uh, the son called over to his father and they asked him, can they use his bucket? Amen. And so the father said, yes, you can use my bucket. And so he gave the little boys uh, the bucket and they took the large bucket over there to the sand and they loaded the bucket up with the wet sand and they began to try to pull it. They, they tried to pick it up and one, the, uh, one little boy said, why are we working so hard? to try to pour this bucket over to where we are. Let's call your father. <laughs> and the other little boy said, no, 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 that's all right. We can do it. And, and so they tried it again. And they tried it again and they could not move the bucket. And so finally, the little boy called for his father and the father came over and once the father picked up the bucket of sand and took it over to where they were building the sand castle, the other little boy said, I knew he could do it. <laughs> Amen. Listen, I want somebody to know tonight. I'm not going to be long for you tonight. I want somebody to know tonight that God can do it. Whatever it is, he can do it. You don't have to uh, worry. You don't have to stress out. You don't have to fight for anything. You don't have to push and pull for anything. You don't have to rub uh, shoulders with certain people to get anything because whatever you need, God can do it. Not only can he do it, he can make it happen. <clears throat> Anything that you are thinking about. Can I, can I read this real quick? It says, now unto him that is able. In, in other words, that, that is able. That's telling us that there is no doubt in the writer's mind that God cannot do. Now unto him that is able able to what to do to do what exceeding abundantly above all 
that we can act. Listen to me. The, the writer is telling you and I tonight that no matter, even if you ask a great thing, he can do greater. Come on, talk back to me. Even if you ask for a large thing, he can do larger. He's able to do the impossible. I read somewhere, I don't know who said it, but, but they, they said that if your dream or the vision doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. <laughs> Come on, talk to me. And see, God does not do anything on the small scale. Whatever you put in the hands of God, the Bible says that that plan will become successful. In, in other words, what, whatever your plan is, whatever you wrote down, whatever you think you got on your mind, turn it over to the Lord and allow him to take your plan and make it a success. Because you do know the Bible says that when we think we can do stuff on our own, that pride is right before the destruction, right before the fall. So the writer is telling us, <clears throat> the writer is telling us, Pastor, Pastor Ellis, how are you, sir? The writer is telling us right now, now unto him that is able, God can do it. No matter what you think is not possible, it is possible to him who believe. Come on, talk back to me. The, the Bible told us, remember I talked to you a, a few nights ago when Jesus saw the fig tree and didn't have nothing on it. He, he cussed him. He told you, hey, fig tree, that ain't nothing else happening after today. And then when they came back, the disciples saw it and he just said, have faith in God. And that's what the writer is really telling us. He's telling us the same thing Jesus told us over there. He's telling you the same thing, have faith in God. Know that he can do it. We sing the song. He can do it. Oh, yes, he can. Oh, yes, he can. Oh, yes, he can. That Kurt Franklin song. Oh, yes, he can. I wish I could hit it. I promise you I'll sing it. But we sing it. He can do it. Oh, yes, he can. Now, I'm going to know. Now, are we just saying that because it's a good song? Or do we really know that God can do it? And not only do you know, I want to ask you, has he ever done it for you? <laughs> has he ever done it for you as a matter of fact i i can tell you he's doing it for you because he woke you up this morning he did it he started you on your way he did it gave you your health and strength he did it as a matter of fact not only did he do it but he keeps on making a way. He keeps on doing it. He keeps on saving. He keeps on preserving. He keeps on being the shelter. He keeps on being the fortress. He keeps on being the refuge. He never stops. He is able to do. So I got two things for you. First of all, I got to let you know, never waver about God's power. <laughs> never waver about God's power. We, we saw the power of God all through the Bible, all through the Old Testament, all the way to the end of Revelation. The power of God is all through the Bible. As a matter of fact, the power of God has been in your life 
all the days of your life. Brand new mercy. Are you hearing me? Brand new mercy. Can I say it one more time? Brand new mercy. He gives us every day. He never runs out of mercy. He never runs out of grace. Never waver about the power of God. Never doubt. Never take a second thought that he can't. Because he shows us every day that he can. Even yes, even now in this pandemic, God is still doing great things. God is still working miracles. People have gotten jobs in this pandemic. People have gotten raises. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Matter of fact, we the, I, on my job, we got about a couple of bonuses. In the middle <laughs> of a pandemic. What? Come on, talk back to me. When do jobs give bonuses? When it seems like a recession is going on. He can do it. I've seen him do it. Matter of fact, he's been working in my life. And I know if he's working in my life, he's working in your life. And what I love about what the writer said, not only can he do it, but he can do more than what we can even ask and or think. Are you kidding me? You mean to tell me, no matter whatever I can imagine, five homes, the Bible, can I say this? Look, able to do exceeding abundantly. That's more. Look, abundantly above. That above all that I could ask or think. Oh, man, come on. He can do it. And I know some of you got a testimony tonight about what God has already done in your life. I know many of you have a testimony about how he blessed you in your finances, how he blessed you in your family, how he blessed you in your ministry, how he blessed you in your health. Come on, talk back to me. Anything you could, the Bible keep telling us that God's thoughts are not like ours. They're higher. And this just said the same thing. Higher and above, it's the same thing. Above and higher. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. He can do exceedingly abundantly above. <laughs> Look at what he said. So above all that we can even ask and or think and or imagine. Can you? I mean, listen. I, I got some thoughts about some stuff I want God to do in my life. But reading this, the stuff that I gave to him, I know he gonna blow it up. Come on, talk back to me. And I'm not making it up. He said that he can do it. Above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. That power, faith, come on, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Don't waver in the power of God. Never think he can't do it. See, And I know a lot of people right now thinking because of what's going on in our nation, 
that, that some people are feeling as if God isn't doing anything. But let me tell you something. All of what you see, God done saw this already. He knows the outcome. We just tripping because we don't know the outcome. But if we trust God like we say we do, we don't have to worry about the outcome because we know that the outcome is uh, belongs to God and God is not going to allow anything to overtake us. God got this thing under control. He can do it. The government is no problem for God. He can turn it. <laughs> Come on. Your circumstances and situations is no problem for God. He can turn it. Dealing with what we're dealing with. A lot of people want to begin to point fingers at this person, that person, and put blame on this person. That person. We ain't got to do that. The Bible told us that vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And if God said, I can take care of this problem, please, ladies and gentlemen, and myself, take your hands off. Let God do it. See, sometimes God can't move because we begin wavering about the power of God. Why? Because we begin to make phone calls. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. God can connect you to people. They can help you get that vision going. They can help you get that job going. But here's the thing, though. If we're making things happen, then we really don't need God to do nothing. Are you hearing me? If we're doing all the calling, all the connecting, but we've asked God to help us, and we're not waiting on him to answer us and to show us who to call, what to do, how to do it. But we are asking God to do it. And then right immediately we go call the folks. We're not trusting the power of God. God knows how to do what he needs to be done in your life. The Bible keeps telling us. That he already knows the plan that he got for you. It's plans to prosper you. Come on. Plans to give you hope and a what? A future. So the first thing, don't waver about God's power. Give your energy to God and watch him renew your strength. And give your fear to God and watch him give you courage to press on. Number two, and I'm going to get out of here. Um. So don't waver about God's power. And then don't waver about God's wisdom. <laughs> he knows what's best for you. Can I say it again? He told the prophet, remember he told the prophet, he said, prophet, he said, I knew you. While you was in your mother's womb, I knew you. I knew everything I had planned for you. I already mapped it out. So don't waver about God's wisdom for your life. I know it may not go the way you want it to go, but when we ask the Lord to order our steps, can I say this again? You have to know that in those steps, in that path, there will be some trials. There will be some tribulations. There will be some 
late nights. There will be some tears. There will be some hurt, but I need you to understand, don't you waver about God's wisdom. I know he's leading you down the path. I know some folks talked about you. I know some folks turned on you. I understand how the church kicked you out, but don't you waver about God's wisdom. He knows what he's doing. He can do it. Just wait on He's not going to let you down. He knows what's best for you. He made you. He know all about you. Watch this. He knows your way. The way of the righteous, he knows. <laughs> Come on, talk back to me. He knows your beginning and your end. And I'm going to get out of here. He says, I got you. I'm able to do even more than what you can even think and or imagine. Your imagination is nothing for God. He can take what you thought and turn it into something much greater. But Randolph, how are you? He can do it. Don't, don't give up on God. What's the song? Uh, don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. What? He's what? Able. He can do it. We saw him do it. He's been doing it. Come on, talk back to me. He says that he can do greater than all that you can even think. That's all, all. In other words, all your thoughts, all of your imaginations, all of the things that you're envisioning, the Bible is telling us that God can do greater, exceedingly, abundantly above all that you can ask and or think. So go ahead. Ask him. <laughs> think on it. And then turn it over to the Lord and watch him do it. Come on here. The Bible has not been wrong yet. The Bible has not been wrong yet. Look at the Bible, then take a look out in the world and see what's going on. The Bible said there's going to come a time when sons going to be against fathers. Come on, talk back to me. Daughters against mothers. Come on here. There's going to come a time where their people are not going to want to hear sound doctrine. It's, it's happening. He said in the Bible that there's going to come a time when people are going to be disobedient. Amen. They're going to be lovers of themselves. Isn't that what's going on right now? But in all of that, watch this, in all of that, the Bible also said there is no great temptation that can overtake you and where God has not already gave you a way of escape. In other words, he's not going to allow all of this stuff to stress you out, to kill you, to take you down. The, the Bible tells us that he gives us a way out and that way out is through Jesus Christ because that's why Paul said I'm able to do all things do what through Christ that strengthens me I'm okay if I ain't got it I'm okay if I do have it I'm okay if I'm down I'm okay if I'm up whatever the issue is I've learned how to be content and it's because I get my strength from Jesus and that's the wisdom of God Everything we need comes through Christ. Why is that wise? Because God loves his son 
And Jesus said, in whom he gave me are in the palm of my hand. And there's nothing by no means that can pluck them out. He that dwells in a secret place. <laughs> Come on, talk back to me. He can do it. So let's stop tripping about all this stuff that's going on. Whatever you need God to do, he can do it. He will not fail you. Question, has he failed you yet? Come on now. Has he let you down yet? And I know somebody said, well, Reverend, you know, there were some people I prayed about and, and they went over to die. Well, listen, you got to know that God's thoughts are not our thoughts. His wisdom is higher than ours. And God does not owe us an explanation. <laughs> Come on here. <clears throat> he does not owe us a reason why he do what he do. He's God. Then he tell that to Job, Job tripping on him. He said, man, where were you when I put this here? Where were you when I did that? Where were you when I did that? Then Job had to buckle down and say, man, my, I'm sorry, my bad. God does not owe us an explanation. All you need to know is that when you trust God like you do, he can and he will do it for you, whatever it is. Whatever it is, he's not going to fail you. He ain't failed you yet. He's brought you through. He's healed you. He, he did some things in your life that you thought that would never happen in your life. That was some things you were worried about, considerably worried about, and God turned that thing. Come on, talk back to me. He can do it. Oh, yes, he can. <laughs> He's able. Oh, yes, he is. Come on, talk back to your boy tonight. He can do it. And all you have to do is trust him. Don't waver about his power. Don't waver about his wisdom. God knows exactly what to do, how to do it, and when it's supposed to happen. God loves you that much that he would not allow you to be overtaken. Amen. I heard the writer say, I'm fully persuaded that nothing can separate me from the love of God. Not powers, come on, not spirit, not principalities, not uh, principalities in, in, in high places. Amen. Nor death. Listen, listen, listen to what he said. Nor death. Come on, nothing can separate us from the love of God. All things work together for the good of them that love him and who are called according to his purpose. He can do it. I've seen him do it, and he's still making a way out of no way. Amen. Amen. Listen, I got to get off tonight. Amen. Uh, I do apologize, man. Late. We were real busy today. Amen. Down at the church today. And um, 
Tomorrow is our climax for the anniversary, 5524 South Ashley, First St. Peter. We're closing out the church's 34th and my wife's and I first year of pastoral leadership. Amen. Our first year of pastoral leadership. Amen. We're closing it out and we are looking to have a good time. Listen, we're going to start live broadcasting at about 1140, 1135, 1140. Amen. Pastor Beatty is going to be there. Pastor Victor Pope is going to be there. I got some friends that's coming. Amen. And I want to see you on Facebook live. Amen. God bless you. I love you. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you. We saw you, God. You, you brought us through danger seen and unseen. You kept our fathers and mothers and you've kept our children and grandchildren. God, we know you have been a bridge over troubled waters for years for us. You have been bread when we were hungry. You have been water when we have been thirsty. We know you can do it and you have not failed us yet. We know, God, that you can take our plans and turn it into something much greater. So, God, we give all of our thoughts, all of our ideas, anything that we are imagining and thinking of, we turn them over to you, God. We ask, God, that you would do abundantly, exceedingly great above anything that we give to you, God. Magnify it, maximize it. And then let us be able to use it for your glory. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Listen, thank you guys for being on with me tonight. I love you. We're coming back tomorrow at 730. I'm going to be on time tomorrow. Amen. 730. We're coming back. I want to thank all of you guys for being on with us tonight. I love you. Listen, 